This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil. And you know what? We're going to talk about truth right now for a while with a gal by the name of Kelly Jansen. She is with the Minnesota Child Protection League. And uh, we got to know Kelly a little bit on the phone. She's been working with State Representative Matt Grossel in our area on some represent or uh, some bills having to do with protection of children, uh, criminal sexual conduct, child pornography, things like that. Uh, so we're going to get to that as well with Kelly. And I know she has some family up in uh, our area, even though, Kelly, I think you live down in the metro area. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. And you have family where again? Uh, up by Park Rapids, between Park Rapids and Bemidji, by two inlets. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know when you're up this way, you uh, get a chance to listen to QFM, which is kind of fun. Yeah, and I get to listen at home, too, on the app. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we're so (laughs) glad that you do. I know you're a project manager with the uh, Child Protection League. You've been with them for about seven years. And tell us a little bit more briefly about the Minnesota Child Protection League, What, what, you know, why you're excited to be a part of what they do. Well, our mission with the Child Protection League is to protect children from exploitation, indoctrination, and violence. And so that is something that I can get behind and be passionate about. Our mission really is uh, a driving force for us on a daily basis. Yeah. And they've been around probably longer than seven years, I suppose, right? Or what? Yeah, since 2013. Okay. All right. And when you start talking about children and exploitation and so forth, uh, it's not only things like child pornography, but it f- falls into this huge issue of transgender, um, you know, ideology that is just so pervasive right now, working its way into schools and all sorts of elements in our culture today. Uh, it seems like the uh, main culture, progressive uh, culture, is very much in favor of just you know, putting it up on a pedestal and normalizing it and so forth. And the reason you and I got connected here in the last couple of days is because of something very interesting that happened at a school district in Becker, Minnesota. This was Monday night, March 14th. And of course, Becker isn't a, a you know, very big community compared to Metro and that kind of thing. It'd be comparable to a lot of the schools up our way here in northwest Minnesota. Uh, But uh, it turned into a giant protest that night. And I'm just going to let you kind of explain what was going on in Becker and also the fact that it's very likely that this kind of thing is either going to happen in many other schools or probably is already happening in many schools all over the state. Yeah. um, So last August... The group Out Front Minnesota, which is a politically charged gender activist group um, who considers themselves to be, you know, the the source on gender fluidity and gender identity politics, gave a presentation to the Becker School Board because they were considering a transgender policy at the school. And would you say the school board uh, invited them to give that presentation, I suppose? Um, I'm not sure that the school board invited them or if someone um, at the school invited them Okay, and they accepted the invitation to have the presentation. So then um, Betsy Armstrong, who is a former school board member, found out about that and said, hey, wait a minute, you only heard one side of the story here. There's a lot more information about uh, the dangers of transgenderism. 
that you need to know about before you make any decisions. And so she has been working since August, and now it's March, uh, to get a presentation of the other side of the story at the school district. Yeah. And it finally happened where the school board agreed to allow the Minnesota Child Protection League to come in. Now, Betsy, like you said, a former uh, Becker school board member, is, does she now work with you guys? Well, she is an associate of ours. She's not um, directly associated with the Child Protection League, but we have worked with her on a couple issues in the past. And she's a local attorney in the, in Becker. Okay. So she was very educated. She had a well-put-together presentation on the dangers of transgenderism. You know, yeah. uh, and again, when you guys talk about what you do, it is dangerous to have very young elementary kids who don't even understand these things, uh, you know, to be talking about, oh, yeah, I'm a boy, but I want to become a girl. And then you're all of a sudden talking about hormone treatments and potential surgeries and all that. I mean, it can be devastating, yeah. right, Kelly? Oh, yeah, it can totally ruin a child's life to, you know, to have life-altering drugs in, introduced into their bodies when they're little and they're still developing can totally change their lives. And then the mental and, you know, the spiritual aspects, too, can be devastating. Yeah. Well, what happened in Becker on Monday night then? Because, you know, it had taken many months for this to finally happen and just to, uh, you know, for the Child Protection League and and uh Betsy to come in and make a, a presentation. There's nothing hateful about it. Just a, a very thoughtful, scientific, uh, you know, presentation. But it didn't go very well, did it? No. So unfortunately, they allowed about a hundred students to be within the meeting and protest while she was giving her speech um, in the lobby. In the entryway, there was students lining the entryway with signs, and they were chanting, No Other Side to Our Pride. Hmm. No Other Side to Our Pride. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That pretty much sums up the entire evening. Um, Pride goes before the fall, Hmm. you know. Um, So then she gave her presentation, and as soon as she started speaking, the students stood up and turned their backs to her. And... <clears throat> they had all been asked, you know, don't stand because we want people behind you to be able to see. Mm. And so immediately they disobeyed what they had been asked to do. And they they were chanting and catcalling and yelling yeah. during the whole entire time. There's some press coverage of it. We spoke briefly about it on the air already. Uh, at one television station, there was news articles and so forth. There was even news articles prior to her going that kind of stirred people up. I know the St. Cloud Times had an article that it was going to happen, correct? Yeah, they definitely um, whipped up the frenzy, and, you know, they, they had some mistruths in there, too, and didn't report very accurately, and they never reached out to CPL for a comment either. And then as they, you know, did quote-unquote research about who the Minnesota Child Protection League was in their reporting— uh, the places they went to were it was like the Southern Poverty Law Center, <laughs> uh, which of course listed you guys as a hate group and anti-LGBT. Well, and of course they would list all of us. They would list QFM as a hate group. They list Focus on the Family and the Family yeah. Research. All of us are listed as hate yeah. groups by the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is a very hateful organization. But 
that's where the media went to uh, share, yeah, this is who the Child Protection League and another, I think it was the uh, St. Paul, or I'm sorry, the Star Tribune that got their information from GLAAD, which of course is a very uh, out front pro LGBT organization. So very yeah. uh, one-sided and all of that. And there's nothing hateful about what you guys do on this issue or any other issue. That's right. We love children and we want the best for all of them. We want them to, you know, live healthy whole lives. Yeah. Not to be confused at a young age. Yeah, it's so interesting. And to, and to say there is no other side. There is only human rights. That means we have to accept everything that the LGBTQ lobby is trying to push. And they completely omit God's side, his truth, which is the only truth, the only real truth out there. Every other truth is just nothing but throwing jello at the wall, you know? (laughs) So, well... You know, the school board, you, you said there's some good conservative people on there. They were just trying to do something good for the school, for the parents that were there. What do you think will come out of it? Well, um, there's been, you know, a lot of people have been reaching out to the school board and telling them, you know, thank you for giving this side of the of the information. We wanted to hear about this. We wanted to learn about this. And our kids need to hear the truth, too. Yeah. Um, and so they're... It, Actually, right now, you know, it was a public meeting, so they should be putting it on their website, the video of it. And right now they're balking at, at that mm. because of the behavior of the students during during the meeting. Yeah. Um, and they didn't control the students. So, you know, that obviously makes them all look bad. But yeah. uh, they are actually considering giving, allowing CPL to give have another chance to give the presentation in a controlled environment. Do you think there were people from outside of Becker that were there? I mean, like maybe from the Metro or something? Yeah, I'm sure there were some, but this just goes to show that even if a school says or if students say, oh, we're not getting this information, that there's no, you know, there's no LGBT agenda going on in our school, that that's not true because they had 100 students there. Yeah. Well, the fact is that in public schools, and I'll let you claim whether or not this is a fact or not, but because you study it much more than I do, but public education seems to be all in on this agenda, and school after school after school are kind of falling in line with the uh, transgender ideology. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, and it stems in Minnesota from the Minnesota Department of Education. Yeah, they're very much in favor of schools, you know, doing whatever they can to allow the transgender movement to grow, or maybe not at the level of California. No doubt you've heard some of those stories there where the schools allow students, when they get to school, to change into different clothing, you know, basically hiding uh, transgenderism and encouraging it without the knowledge of parents. Have you heard of any of that in Minnesota, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the goal of the people that are pushing the transgender agenda is to be able to help students behind parents' backs. Mm. I mean, that's why they're fighting the parents' rights bill, because that would give parents more transparency into what is going on in the schools with their students, and they don't want that. It is alarming. It is. And it's not about being hateful. It's about standing for God's truth. That's just the way it is. And that's why we're seeing Christian schools popping up all over the place, because public schools, even even some schools that want to stand against it, 
are throwing up their hands for fear of lawsuits and things like that, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I live in the Osseo School District, and this summer we had a transgender policy that was passed, and it's basically passed because they're afraid of being sued. And they, um, you know, we're told by Outfront, we will sue you if you don't. So out front is the group that would lead the way in suing these public schools. Yeah, and Gender Justice is the attorney's group that works with them hmm. to, to create these lawsuits. Yeah. Well, QFM listeners, you're hearing from Kelly Jansen on the phone with me from the Minnesota Child Protection League. She is knowledgeable about these things and knows what's going on. And if you want to Google what happened in Becker, this was Monday, uh, you know, March 14th, it's alarming, and it's what's coming to schools all around, public schools all around the state. And so, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I'm not surprised we're seeing these Christian schools grow. Are you seeing that in the metro area? Are you seeing faith-based schools popping up and growing? What would you say? Uh, that's a good question. There are some more charter schools that have been started. Yeah. And, yeah, there are some more Christian schools, too, and it, it is encouraging to hear about those for sure. Yeah. Parents need to have options. We're going to turn the corner because you've been working very closely with State Representative Matt Grossel on legislation to protect kids when it comes to things like uh, these predators, uh, sexual predators out there. Yesterday when we talked, you were on your way to the Senate chamber trying to talk with Senator Warren Limmer a Republican from Maple Grove who chairs the Public Safety Finance and Policy Committee. You guys are working hard. Uh, Matt Grossel's been working hard uh, to change some things to protect kids. Uh, give us an update from your perspective. Is there a chance we could see something happen during this particular legislative session, Kelly? Yeah, there's definitely a chance. Um we had a lobby day last week with the Child Protection League and some of our supporters, and so we were all down at the Capitol, and uh, we went to the Senate building and kind of blanketed the Senate building with supporters to talk to individual senators and get, you know, get their perspective on the bills, and they are definitely in favor of protecting children and making penalties more harsh towards these predators that are convicted of producing, possessing, and trading child sexual abuse imagery. But it's like there's there's politics going on still. <laughs> so, you know, some people, some things are just not the highest priority that they would be for us. Yeah. For us, this is the, the utmost highest priority to protect children. Yes. And it's not being done enough right now. Right now, these, con- these convi- you know, people that are convicted, they get, probation 90 percent of the time and that is unacceptable wow that is unbelievable and you guys put out an amazing uh documentary type video it's not all that long my wife and i watched it a couple of weeks ago it's called shattered and you can watch it at cplaction.com it's powerful uh, our state representative matt grossel is featured prominently in there he's of course a former law enforcement officer and, uh, you know, Bemidji area is actually mentioned a couple of times because we've had some disturbing instances right up here. But there's certainly been many others around the state as well. Right, Kelly? Yeah, that's right. Um, in 2016, we were kind of alarmed about hearing some of these predators that were in the news and were getting just, you know, slaps on the wrist and wondering what is going on. We started keeping track of predators in Minnesota 
just from the news stories that we heard about. Okay. And, it, you know, we have pages of hmm. predators that just got slapped on the wrist. What can we do? I know you've got an action paper that I made a copy of this morning. You're encouraging people to uh, email or make phone calls to a couple of representatives in particular, Senator Warren Limmer and Representative Carlos Mariani. He's a, a DFLer from St. Paul, uh, and he's the House Public Safety and Criminal Justice Reform Committee chair. And I'm assuming Matt Grossel has been in... Uh, Mr. Mariani's ear a number of times, and uh, yeah. it doesn't go well, or because he has a hard time getting a hearing. Doesn't Matt have a hard time with that? Yeah, the um, Mariani has not allowed a hearing on it yet, and you know he <clears throat> he doesn't really have any valid excuse. I believe he told um, Representative Grassel that you know it could be a stumbling block for some people, and wow. <laughs> Representative wow. was like. Who would this be a stumbling block for? You're talking about putting people that are preying on children in jail. But, you know, um, he also talks about that in Minnesota, we have a, unfortunately, we have people that are of the mindset that we don't want to be mean to criminals and put yeah. them in jail for too long because it might ruin their, their that, lives. That is a very <laughs> prevalent mindset right now, especially among the progressive left. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, it's just, it's totally insane to, to those of us that are clear thinking, though. Yeah. Well, Kelly, we appreciate all that you're doing, and it's good to know that you are in St. Paul. You're, you know, doing what you can, almost having to chase these guys down. And uh, <laughs> that's what you have to do, right, is keep it in front of their face so they don't yep. forget about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they are, I mean, we need to keep all these legislators in prayer because they are, they have thousands of bills that they're yeah. being presented with every session. And so, you know, really, it does take a lot of persistence to keep one bill in front of their face and their mindset at yeah. all times. Well, that's why it's good to have a champion like Matt Grossel, who knows this inside and out. He's done the research. I know he told me yesterday that just had some good news regarding the financial part of it. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's we won't even get into those details, but that's just one of the things that he and probably you have had to work on as well, to because that's what everybody wants to know. Well, if we do this, what will it cost? So they had to figure yeah. that out, and there was some good news along those lines. So hopefully, it will get a hearing and could get passed. Do you think the governor would sign it? Um, you know, with enough public pressure, he will because he does not like to be, <laughs> yeah, you know, to be criticized. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so, again, you can look up these guys, Senator Warren Limmer of Maple Grove and Representative Carlos Mariani. Look them up, yep. call them, email their offices, and tell them to, uh, what's the best thing to tell them, would you say, Kelly? I would tell them, so tell Senator Warren Limmer that we need Senate File 3894 to get a hearing. Okay, so for and the then- senator, it's SF. Thirty-eight ninety-four. We want a hearing, and then how about for yep. Mariani? For Mariani, we need a hearing for HF thirty-eight eighty-one. Thirty-eight eighty-one HF, which is House File thirty-eight eighty-one. All right. Yep. And if you uh, didn't get a chance to write that down, you can call me here at QFM. I've got the info here too, and I'll get it to you. So don't be shy. We need to contact these representatives. Kelly, God bless you guys. 
uh, and uh, you know we'll we'll no doubt be in touch with you. I know you work with other agencies uh, of like-minded, like the Minnesota Family Council, Center for the American Experiment. Uh, it's good. Yeah. We do have a force out there for good and for truth, and you're a yeah. part of that. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, and God bless you guys too on your radio station. I really appreciate your boldness and your speaking God's truth. Hmm. Thank you. All right. This is your life, God's truth, your QFM.